0: Thank you for joining us on the Fight Night Podcast, where we break down the biggest brawls of the week. And I'm here with our co-host, Henrik Rydgren, and he's here to break down the biggest fight. You guys know what we're talking about. The Smith versus Rock Smackdown last night. We're going to break down the fight. We're going to analyze it. Henrik, what did you think of the fight last night, dude? Uh, That was just epic.
1: I have, my money was for The Rock of Retaliation there, but uh, Will Smith just went for it, and uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Cemented, and
1: cemented himself on a new level. The, for the everyone, fight went pretty
0: fast, you know, and that's why we want to bring some analysis <laughs> a, One here. and done, <laughs> uh, you know. So obviously, Rock came out pretty strong uh, with that joke at the expense of the man's wife, you know. You saw Will. He thought about, do I just take this joke? He laughed a little, right? And then he came he up and... He sure did. And then he <laughs> let go a big... It looked at first like a big right hook, right? But if... It you know, sure did. Uh, when you look at the tape, it was an open hand. Open hand slap. It was a, a pure Batman slap. Robin, yeah. you know that meme? Yeah. Yep. It looked It
1: looked like the real world version of that one.
0: Yeah. And then uh, Chris Rock, of course, uh, kept his composure, came back with, uh, with more jokes. So, <laughs> I don't know who. Who do you think won the fight, dude? Who, you gotta, if you got to take a, I would you say take a side. I would
1: say I think Chris Rock will win the fight in the end because he yeah. like, did not retaliate and he did yeah. not uh, he did not answer it, which I think was for the better, and he's not gonna pursue any right. police charges or something. So I, I guess uh, maybe I think the Rock won this one. Yeah, but Chris we'll Rock. will Smith... Can't crawl up from this again. We'll, we'll see, man. <laughs>
0: we'll see. Maybe he's going to come back with uh friend, Pris, uh fresh Prince of Bel-Air three. That's true. And really just, <laughs> exactly. Just skip the second one. Anyways, we did that way too long. Anyway. Uh, this isn't that podcast. It's not <laughs> the was... fight night uh, podcast. It's not the Oscars podcast or the movie podcast. Although, I mean, with this guy, we could do probably a movie podcast, but this is the photo friends podcast. Uh, PhotoFrame Podcast. The guest I didn't make up. His name's Henrik. Henrik, thank you for joining us. Um, thank you, Jared. You, I don't know. Tell us about yourself, man. Uh, rather than me try to come up with uh, some type of introduction, tell us tell us all about yourself.
1: Yeah, well, all about myself in uh, in a very short format here. It's uh, yeah, I'm in a, twelve seconds, a, everything about yourself in twelve, 12 seconds. seconds go. <laughs> I'm a 40 year old Swede living in Toronto. Uh, since 2018, I've been living here. So. Uh, Half of the time I've been living in a lockdown, basically, so trying to figure my way out of lockdown is what I'm doing (laughs) for a living. And uh, I'm a creator, I uh, do videos and photos, mostly videos, on on my own little production company that I, since COVID started, (laughs) I've been working on, Uh, and it's, uh, yeah... It's going okay. I I'm hoping for business to get better as soon mm-hmm. as we open up our society again. But that's yeah, uh, sir. that's what I do. I uh, have family two twin boys at the age of four, a uh, wifey, and uh, we're living just north of Toronto in Markham.
0: Oh, wicked and, man. Uh, that's uh, that's the short version of pretty, who I am, I guess. Pretty close to home for me, man. I'm right here in downtown Toronto, so, you know. Oh, we yeah. Could, we could be recording this in person. Soon enough, you know. I, we'll get, soon we'll enough, get I hope we will. Going. Yeah. Next time, just gotta for sure. got to get the studio worked out, man. And, uh, yeah, dude, I, I had the chance to check out some of your work. Obviously, you I got introduced to the show uh, just from knowing Michael, uh, who was co-hosting the show at the time. And... Uh, yeah, I got a, ch- a chance to check out some of your work here, and it's really impressive stuff, man. I uh, really enjoying the the non linear life stuff on uh, YouTube. I was watching a bit of your vlogs. Uh, you've got some really cool photos as well, which is good because this podcast is about photos, so uh, so <laughs> so that helps today we are going to talk about sharing your photography work you know the uh the shyness that some people experience I know that I've experienced that a little bit in the past uh and oh, yes. have some maybe some tips for getting over that as well you know it, maybe uh getting over that fear and still sharing your work and you know maybe how you can address that I, I I've probably got a little bit to say from each perspective so that's something that you've experienced in the past obviously or maybe still experience i am still living through that (laughs) that is one of the biggest (laughs) challenges
1: of being a creator is to get your work out there and be for for me i am a i'm such a perfectionist that i Mm -hmm. i just tend to work on stuff until it becomes overworked in a way where i'm like oh, this is this is too much now I, i've passed the point where i can post it and make sense of that being out there so it's just a weird thing going on for me and it's this constant struggle to find that uh spark of <laughs> like creation i don't even know how to explain it in english but like that spark that that i need to just post stuff like just get
0: it out just, there just like that bra- maybe just that bravery right to yeah it. nobody's yeah.
1: gonna care in the end nobody cares in like a, a day what this is <laughs> like yeah. even if nobody cares even now so you, you i think for me it's about getting over the fact that i think people care too much which they never do when i finally post stuff I'm almost upset that nobody cares. (laughs) Like, then it becomes the opposite reaction, then. And it's like, why doesn't anybody see how much time I put into this?
0: (laughs) Yeah, at least they should should take the time to leave a mean comment or something. Exactly, something. (laughs) Be mean to me,
1: at least.
0: Yeah, man, I think uh, you're describing something that's experienced by, you know, a lot of artists, a lot of creators, even just, you know, business people, whoever, realtors, (laughs) when they want to make some content or some videos or some photos and and put it on the internet. Just that fear of how people are going to perceive it, how they're going to perceive you, um, how people are going to judge you. You know, that's definitely something that I've addressed uh, in my own career. Uh, I mean, probably the way that I get past it the most is just like, it seems like obvious advice, right? But just like doing it and continuing to do it even you know yeah get past getting past that place where you're you're afraid to put stuff out because of people's reaction i think yeah if you just like especially if you can do it on a regular basis right like doing this that's podcast key, for I instance think. yeah i have to do it every single week right so yeah for me to be like have stage fright and stuff it just doesn't work because that's definitely one no. thing is create a schedule for yourself i think is is coming through for me
1: i think that is a key key component to successfully Mm -hmm. posting stuff because you need to be uh, consistent as well right you need to have the the like that's where i am having a hard time because i'm also not leveled on my own uh, like some stuff i do is good in my own opinion even like i feel like "Yeah, yeah that's solid that looks good and some of the stuff it is just meh but I still need to post the meh stuff as well to get the good stuff out of like every yeah. now and then as well. Yeah, exactly. And that's the you can't just wait for the good stuff either. You have to keep on doing it, even if it's not up to your standards of what you really want for yourself. Mm-hmm. In the end, nobody's gonna care, and I think yeah. that's that's the key for me to get over that threshold. It's
0: I mean, ideally they easy. will. Ideally they will
1: care. <laughs> ideally they will, and I, I mean like After this is me smack talking myself, but yeah. I I. It's how it works
0: in the brain, yeah. right? When you're you're about to post something, you're like, oh, I don't really know. Well, what's, what's the what's the point? <laughs> I think it's also like, as I was kind of brainstorming about this today, you know, in the shower or whatever, as I was getting my coffee ready and whatnot, like it, it's kind of has to do, I know this maybe is like a heady topic to get into, but you know, that's what we do here. We get pretty heady on, on the Photography <laughs> podcast. It. So, uh, you know, it kind of like the nature of art, right? Like you're obviously, you create for for yourself, you create for your own benefit to just to, you know, flex those muscles that you do have, those artistic, creative muscles, or, you know, to express something or just get something out of you, right? Like to, I, I have it stuck inside of my heart or in my head and once I put it out, then I feel better about it. That's part of it, but like, I think a big part of the creative process is sharing it with other people, right? I don't think that art exists purely like, even sometimes the meaning of art, right? Like you might yeah. even think that, you, oh, this, I've made this piece of art. And then it's not until you put it out in the world and get it back that you're like, oh, that's what it meant. Does that make sense? Maybe yeah, too, that, getting that is into a good philosophy. <laughs> I think that was a, <laughs> this that's a very, very
1: good point, truly. And a, a deeper one is for sure. But uh, yeah, you're, you're having a good point there. Like sometimes it is getting the message out there that is. <sighs> Like I'm trying to, uh, I'm trying to put it on myself here. When what's going on in my head when I am posting? Because now I'm on a streak. Like the last couple of days, I've been streaking like every day. Nice. And I know I'm not gonna keep up with that. But right now I have that spark, so now it feels important for me to do so. Mm -hmm. And then I may be on a hiatus for like two weeks where I don't post. This is I'm talking Instagram now, but I mean. Instagram for me is the one I use mostly. The, yeah, me the too. like uh, YouTube has been more before because it it's so time requirement like it requires so much time yeah. for editing the stuff I hey, do on. YouTube. Hey, bro, so why do you think this to... is an audio podcast? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So the time, cons- like uh, the time constraints, has made me not so uh, good on YouTube for the last year and a half. And then pandemic too, right? Pandemic has been. Devastating for creativity as well. But I mean, like you find new ways, and you find, like you say, like getting something out there and getting people's reaction on it is it's feeding the beast that makes
0: you want to go for more, right? I mean, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is true. It gives you that extra. Once you s- that extra motivation, like when you put it out and, and, you know, it's going to affect some people, some people have a good reaction, some people won't. And I think that that's totally okay. Like with, with my YouTube content, like I've definitely had the, um, you know, the whole spectrum. Right. And I've been like, yeah. lucky enough these last, like even six months that my channel has gotten bigger and, you know, started to get into those thousands of views. Right. And then you do get people who are like, "Oh, I absolutely hate this," and you're and you, you gotta you gotta be able to deal with that. And I, I yeah, think that's yeah. okay though. It's a response. Like if I made you, if my criticism of something, like a some album or something, gave you a response, like. I, it doesn't bother me anymore, I don't th- Maybe it still does bother me a little, I guess. But, um, yeah, I, j- I just accept it. It's going to happen, right? Like, anything that you're That's... creating is not going to be something that everybody loves, obviously, right? No, exactly. Yeah. And, I mean, i rather
1: take loud criticism than no nothing at all. Yes. It's like, yeah. basically, the, the it's better somebody complains about what I did, like... Yeah. in in a negative way, then no reaction at all, like, honestly. But then, again, I'm not so used to getting the negative comments has not popped up so much yeah. because I don't have the, really?
0: that crowd really yeah. I don't have that that's l- when it starts to happen so. Yeah, when it's when it's just it, mostly it, your friends and a few people on Instagram then you're pretty yeah. safe right but once you get into yeah, those exactly. thousands <laughs> you're like uh oh <laughs> get ready when people start to follow you for
1: more reasons
0: than yeah. that they just like your stuff then yeah, I yeah. guess
1: uh, you are bound to get some right. nasty but you,
0: you do want as well. you do want some reaction and, and you shouldn't be afraid of like stirring people up a little bit like I know that you're uh, a big movie fan, you know, so this is yeah. a, a good one. You even did you watch the Oscars live last night? Yeah, well, oh. I, I had it on while I was doing
1: the uh, <laughs> I was cleaning the house, when the, but yeah, no, man. the Oscars is uh, for me, I, I stopped watching it uh, that year when yeah, we talked about this before the show, but that yeah, year when they gave the wrong movie, the wrong, <laughs> the yeah, Moonlight and yeah. Uh, La La Land, was it? Uh, that was like the, yeah. the and, that and was the last year I watched the whole show in one like sitting down watching it because yeah. after that I felt like they lost something. Was but that when Shape it's...
0: of Water? won? No, was it wasn't. It? Was it? I don't know.
1: No, there was no Moonlight one, but yeah. I think they La, they, they gave it to La La, La, Land, La, La Land accidentally yeah. for a second. <laughs> Warren <Worm laughs> Beatty and uh, yeah. what's her name? Faye Dunaway. Yeah, I think they
0: uh, they read the wrong. Right, paper right, or right. Something. <laughs> but yeah, to, anyways, to go back to my point, uh, Sorry. The, around the around the movie <laughs> thing, right? Like when you think about the the movies that you've seen that left an impression on you, sometimes it's it's not even like oh I loved that movie. It's just that like oh it was different or it was something and it it you know. It was a unique it experience. It got feelings out of me that I had to address, right? Just to, to use the the film analogy that quite a, quite a few people understand, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, when I think about the movies that have affected me, even like one of my favorite films, which is uh, uh, a little movie called Stanley Kubrick's The Shining, right? Like, oh, yes. <laughs> I love that film now. And, you know, I've kind of come even, I've had a lot of different feelings about it because now I know even more about the behind the scenes. It's a little kind of fucked up how they got the performances <laughs> that they got in that film. Oh yes. Um, that was not, but you know, not by the books so of today, not, not say. necessarily by the book of treating people nicely of today. Uh, but you know, like when I first saw that movie, I was so afraid, like I saw it when I was a little kid, right? Like uh, which on TV oh, yeah. or something like that, so, or maybe t- went in someone's basement and put on a tape that I shouldn't have put on, you know? Okay. And like, it scared me so much, but now it's one of my favorite movies and it's like, it impacted me in that way. Like, obviously, you know, we're not Stanley Kubrick, but I think that <laughs> that should be kind that- of the goal with some of your art right is to oh for sure and that movie has so much yeah.
1: so much meaning in like so many ways you can watch that yes, movie and, and like see different layers of meaning in that yeah. movie i hope you've seen uh, dr sleep i or, haven't uh, yet. no no we'll we'll get into you, that later you should though <laughs> we'll, we'll <laughs> do arg- that please we will argue about the director's that <laughs> cut of that movie is on par i'm almost like saying it's on par with the yeah. shiny
0: it's it's extraordinary good. I yeah. love that movie. Sorry. I do, but... I do, I do like that director. Uh, so, you know, maybe I'll check it yeah, out. But, uh, yeah, here's here's one more thing that I want to say to you, though, man. Because I was looking at your – specifically around your photography work, right? And you were kind of saying, like, oh, I'm a bit afraid of sharing my photography or I don't think that my photography is outstanding, right? It's funny because, yeah. like, I go and look at it and I'm like – this guy has like a unique perspective in his photography. He has a lot of style in his photography. Clearly, like your color grading in a certain way. Clearly, you're getting, you know, you're thinking about light. Clear and right to me, I'm like, this guy's well, this guy's a good photographer. And and you're so afraid of like, yeah, like knowing that behind the scenes, it's like, oh, should I really post this photo, like. I don't know, man. Yeah. It is. Well, I think thank for you a so lot much. of us, our stuff is like better than a lot of the crap out there. There's so much, it's kind of funny. Like the people who produce the biggest crap are the people yeah. who sometimes are like the least afraid to share it, right? Like, I don't know, yeah. S- SoundCloud rappers and stuff where it's just like or you know, mumble rappers, right? That, where it's just yeah, sort of garbage. Sure. But they're, no, they're it's true, they think it's they... so hype, right? <laughs> no, that's true.
1: But but it is funny that you say that like uh, that you derive that from my photography. I'm very grateful thank you for those nice words and i I can tell i can say the same to you and and the thing is like you don't see the behind the scenes you just yeah. see the the grid on the instagram and you're like yeah. oh and I, i'm trying to maintain it somewhat to yes. a consistency and i i'm trying still to find a style that is me yeah but i don't know who like i don't even know my style yet i'm trying right. to figure it out and i think i'm i'm dialing it down now i'm getting mm-hmm. to a point where i'm actually feeling more comfortable and that's why i think it's it's a turning point for me now like putting out stuff because i also have a library of like thousands of pictures that i didn't post, like, when I took them. But it doesn't mean, mean that I can't do it now. So yeah, now I'm sure. actually starting to go back and be like, that is a great picture I took two years ago. <laughs> like, why didn't I post it then? Yeah, and no, then and I can just work
0: on it now and post it now. And there's it, great pictures never that, I, that I look at from, like, 1920 or whatever, you know? Or I'm like, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this picture's awesome. but, but
1: the thing is, like, t- today's, like, I think that today's society with this social media it has to be now, Mm-hmm. or it's lost forever mm. and if you don't share it when you experience it mm. it has no purpose anymore or you in a feel way. that and pressure I you feel that i pressure. feel that yeah. I, that's how i feel it and that's, that's why right. i i'm trying to change that and work my way around that to come back to i can share whatever work i've done that i'm i'm still proud of or I, that i still like feel like this is good and uh, yeah you're right like Trying to find your niche and your style—it has been the longest journey for me as mm-hmm. a photographer. Like, it—it's a never-ending road, I guess. Right. I mean, like, you, are you ever gonna say, "Now I know my style," and uh, now I know what I'm doing? I don't think it works like that. You always yeah. evolve your own style as well. So, you say now I, I, I'm—I've been doing a lot of color grading, like working a lot with that through the pandemic yeah. and learning, like. The color signs, yeah, like of editing, things. and, and stuff. like what do you really go Light... into?
0: Do you use Lightroom? Yeah, I use Lightroom. Oh, nice.
1: Uh, I actually also now started to use uh, uh what is it called? The uh, Luminar AI. Okay, I tried that one. Okay, I bought that one. Uh, it was kind of cheap to get like a one time buy, and you get all the updates, but that, that one is actually a good supplement to Lightroom because mm. you can get like. Th- it's a little faster to work with i would say than lightroom hmm. because it has a little bit more it does the work for you in a bit, in a little bit better hmm. like it, not better it doesn't do it better but it does it okay for instagram in my opinion yeah. so i actually leaning more into luminar ai but i, okay. I always do the base the base uh, like uh, edit in uh, lightroom and then yeah. i send it over to uh, Luminar, so okay, uh, that's that's man. my workflow right now in the, in the images. Huh, I might want to try that out. That's pretty cool. Yeah, because Luminar has a, a weird, like, really good AI functions that you can actually use to your benefit if you're if you're not in complete like Lightroom professional, like mm-hmm. you know every everything about Lightroom. I'm I'm good at Lightroom, but I'm not a pro.
0: <laughs> I would say. No, like, I, I can, wouldn't say that can... I'm super pro with Lightroom. More with Premiere. With Premiere, I, I know a little better, but uh, yeah. And that point of, you know, you're saying that you are trying to still find your style and then that's kind of a, a bit of a process that you're going through. Um, yeah. And the way that that relates back to sharing your work and those things, it's really realizing for me as well, I've kind of thought, thought this through that that process of finding your style is a shared process. It's not just like you're doing it yourself. Part of it is you share that stuff and you get the feedback and people say, oh, you know, I like this. I like that. Then you have some data to go through, you know, not that you're chasing trends, but more that you're taking advice from people. Like that's a a huge thing with this podcast and and, you know, my own uh, career in photography, like meeting tons of other people and really listening to what they have to say. Right. Not always trying to not always trying to do it yourself, man. Like the uh, viewing it as more of a collective thing. Right. Like you have people to help you.
1: For sure. And I mean, that's exactly, yeah, that's a really good point. Like being alone in this field is devastating, like for yeah. your creativity. You yes. need friends that has this, like, if you don't have friends that are into photography and you are, you need to get those friends. This is why we are talking right yeah. now, right? I think you, you
0: my, need to, if you don't have a photography podcast, you need <laughs> Oh, wait, no, we don't want competition. Uh, Come on. exactly, but that's the most silliest thing. Come on this one.
1: But the the funniest things I've done, like, recently, as a creator, like, recently, this is two years ago, but Michael was the one that I literally started to meet through Instagram, Mm -hmm. the previous co-host of the show. Uh, And we just, I just hang out with him like we went and did nighttime sh- photography like in uh, mississauga and this was in like november of 2019 cool that was the first time i met him and then uh, i mean that really sparked for me to like oh there are other people here with the same interest as me so it's just like trying to find the uh, equal people with the equal amount of your <laughs>
0: I'm interest I, I, and I, knowledge I, i'm, I'm gonna put it in a very like weird and blunt way it's like people with the same brain disease as you <laughs> <laughs> exactly that's people what i've found man i find like yeah when i flaws. yeah when i meet photographers sometimes i'm like you are the person who i've been looking for like you no because people don't understand it sometimes right like Especially when you get into a lot of uh, the jargon and stuff, but even just like the general mindset of uh, of a photographer, like it is interesting where we kind of are our own uh, breed of people, right? Like our own.
1: Yeah. uh, I think we need to be to be able to continue. Like it is, you need to be a certain type of
0: person to to do this voluntarily. For for sure. And it's it's an interesting part of your brain that you use because I kind of feel like, it's like a different me. Do you ever do you ever feel that that's kind of like a different you that does the when you get really into like a video or photography that like a different part of your brain is activated, like you're Batman yeah. in that moment, kind of. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. You you kind of shut everything off and you just focus on the thing you're doing, yeah.
1: like it becomes almost like you shut the world out from yeah. around you in a way. Yeah, yeah I yeah. know exactly what you mean. And especially like shooting real estate, I can do that. Like I I instantly become like a different person when i am working because mm-hmm. i am thinking in like so many other levels deeper when
0: i when i'm on my usual daily brain you know? yeah that's that's one of my favorite things uh, about it you know like doing uh, the photography and, and videography and you know even podcasts um, it's just like how focused that you get and how into the creative zone that you get when you're doing it yeah. and, you know I kind of have uh, a bit of like a attention deficit disorder type of stuff going on so I kind I of think, need I, I think need I that. have that too <laughs> you might have that as well yeah
1: <laughs> And I think a lot of us have that so yeah.
0: creators <laughs> it, but it's very helpful uh, for me to have something to focus, you know, especially if I have, uh if I've got like a bigger set and more cameras, like that's when I feel like truly alive, you know. I'm like, okay, I'm in this moment rather than thinking about, you know, what am I going to do tomorrow or how am I going to, oh, I got to finish some part of my taxes or something. Like you can yeah. get in the zone to do it, you know. <laughs> but I love when you get into the zone
1: and that's the magic moment when you, I'm trying to explain this to my wife a lot, like when I'm yeah. editing and I'm in the zone. Oh, yeah disturb me because i will have a huge like it it will take so much time to get back there if i get interrupted and she doesn't really get what that means to be in the zone and i'm like it's it's a creative like mindset that i'm in (laughs) where i am where i want to be where i'm like nothing can disturb me and i know exactly what to do that's the that's like that's the flow i want to be in and it's really difficult to get there sometimes but when you're there oh my god that is the that's where you want to be as a creator yeah. all the time and it's it's difficult because it's not all the time you get there.
0: Yeah, it's a but it's it, a very precious uh, headspace that you get in when you feel that confidence and it's almost like hitting a stride in a long run, right? Where like you start yes. out and you're still when you're you know, when you get get going on that run, your brain's still doing other stuff. And then once exactly. you, you know, and you've know, you've got that <laughs> treadmill turned up to like eight or nine, then <laughs> then you got to focus. Yeah, then, then you got to focus. I know exactly what things you're things. saying. And like this is, you know, there's not very many uh, women that listen to this podcast, maybe about like 15% of our audience. Wow. I'm, I'm assuming it's, it's going to go up now that we've got your sexy voice on here. We're going to be getting <laughs> a, a lot more. I assume Swedish women will be woo, through... <laughs> through the roof on here uh, uh, uh but you know just a public service announcement for um for all the girlfriends and wives of photographers out there like yeah that's the that's a real thing the the mindset it's a the real procurator. thing the yeah mindset. being in the flow the flow state you know it's a re- it's not the we're not flow making state. it up we're not making let's, it
1: up. let's let's call it the flow state i don't <laughs> know any better name for it so the flow yeah. state is the mm-hmm. perfect
0: name for it yeah but no, uh, it's a yeah, precious going- yeah. It's a precious thing. Going back to the, the point about, you know, being afraid of sharing your work though, like we've talked around it quite a bit. I think maybe like yeah. a, a good question to, to kind of throw out here that might clarify things like when you're experiencing that fear, oh, I'm afraid to share my work or, you know, I feel like it's, Oh, it's too long ago that I shot it, or whatever reason you have. Like, what do you think of the? What is the real fear? Like, what are you really afraid of when you're afraid of that? Because you said, you know, I'm not really afraid of criticism. I'm not really afraid of feedback. I'm not really afraid of, you know, make, yeah, may- maybe, a bad maybe afraid is the wrong
1: mm. word. Really, mm. I think it's more of a, it's a fear, obviously, in a way, but it's also not. It's an really apprehension. Fear it's just like it's it's a combination of a lot of things laziness being one of them because it, <laughs> it is an investment of time too right yeah. you, you gotta you gotta put in the time to get it up there and to get it up to the standard of your choice right so it's an investment of time it's a it's a like this isn't good enough from the beginning it's a, it's a self-criticism mm-hmm. uh, beforehand and I yeah. think like you say like you're you're the you're your own worst critic... No, you didn't say that, but I'm saying it now. But <laughs> you're your own worst. It's as critic- they say, yeah. Criticizer, <laughs> right? That's what they say. But it also is true in a in a way because you're like there's so much things like on my drives that I know is good, but it's mm-hmm. not. It's not where I want it right now, and that means a lot of time to invest it to get it where I want it, and then post it, and then I have like yeah other things in life happening as well so it's a it's like you you're coming up with constant bad excuses for not doing it Mm -hmm. and that's also so i i'm hiding all those things in fear yeah (laughs) of posting but it's not about the fear and it's not about hearing the criticism because i i wouldn't have a problem i rather like i said i rather have people criticize my work constructively preferably but if not, well then just criticize, like say something about it. Then. Yeah. And I mean, like it's it's that's the sad thing when I share my work right now. Like if I get two, or three comments on my on my images, that's that's that. Nobody else comments on my pictures, and I know most of my followers are friends and family and people back in Sweden that doesn't care about photography the way that my yeah. photo friends does over here. So that makes sense, of course, as well. But. Uh, it's like it's a feeling of like, what is the point then? Mm-hmm. At the same time, and and that is fear in a way. I can't I can't explain. I can't make sense of it.
2: But it is a fear in in a weird way of throwing stuff up that you that you feel like you're gonna change your mind about. In, yeah. Uh, in like, and and some things where when I post things, I go back every now and then I look at my grid and I'm like, this is still good. This is actually, I'm still criticizing my work from way back, like two years ago. And I'm like, well, I can still stand for this. Mm -hmm. I haven't. And I, I keep myself from not deleting stuff from the past because it should be there. Like it should be there. It happened. I made a choice to do it. Now I have to stand for it in a way. So I'm never going back and like deleting. That's why you can go back in my timeline. It's like, Two thousand five hundred pictures back, oh, if you nice. want to see, like from the very very start, it was, like ten years ago when oh, Instagram cool, man. came.
0: I'm gonna go in and so, check out, yeah, the the bad ones from the past. Oh, <laughs> you can you
2: can see my, but that's that's the thing as well. I keeping my Instagram uh, in my private Instagram now because I always try to like I I felt like I had to have a, a business account or mm-hmm. like a just photo account, but I always kept it in my private Instagram, and it's my life. It's like a weird journal of my life from the past 10 years like that's the best documentation i have of my life from the last 10 years so it's also that but it's like in recent years it's become more of my gallery yeah than my life but my gallery of my life i guess is what it is right now and i don't even know like i'm not niched more than that i like to take pictures of landscapes of uh, uh, buildings of uh, nature and uh, portraits. I love that. But, but that's only part of it. And I try to do other stuff as well. So I'm still trying out my my area. And I think that's where the fear is of getting your feet into something new that you don't feel like you're in control of yet. And yeah. that's the fear. I'm
0: sensing it, you know? a bit. I'm sensing kind of uh, a bit of a bit of a perfectionist streak, right? Like yeah. that you're afraid of the it not being perfect. And putting out that that imperfect thing, which, you know, like I feel that sometimes myself and it's kind of the way that I've gotten over it. And again, like the content creation, the YouTube channel, like trying to keep up with that is is really helping me. It's that you accept that the current one that you're working on is done and you're like, yes, I'm aware that there are flaws with this. I could keep working on it and try to remove those, but it's just, then I say the next, I'm just going to take what I'm learning from this project. I'm going to put it out, but then the next one that I do, I'm going to apply everything that I learned by doing this one. So it's more thinking about that, like next thing that I'm doing rather than getting so obsessed, right? It's this one I'm i'm done i'll put it out i'm sick of looking at it to be honest
2: <laughs> yeah and, 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 and then basically that's that's the post every time because you like it's in my opinion at least that's how i do it like i i look through a video like thousands of times before i post it or like i'm talking specifically videos now on I mean, youtube for example yes. like i don't know how many iterations i go through myself before i actually put it up there and then you put it up there you get like 100 <laughs> views and like mm-hmm wow, that was a waste of time in your own like world. But that's the thing. I am doing it for me. like
0: A for- hundred views is a lot of views, man. That's...
2: that's <laughs> yeah, but that was like... It, it is today. I felt like YouTube was going well a few years back and now it's just like... It's
0: falling. up and down. It's up and down. <laughs> up and down. Yeah, I know. It's, it's never consistent.
2: But but for me, it's like, yeah, you, you watch something so many times that, that you're so sick of it. When you're finally yeah. done with it, you're like, oh, up with you now. And yes. then... When you get some distance, and I mean like months or even years, yeah, yeah. you go back and look at it and you're like, yeah, it's, it's a flawed masterpiece,
0: but it's yeah. still good. <laughs> it's still good, man. Well, and, yeah. But it,
2: you can be like, yeah, you can, you can actually go back and see your work and be like, what, what was I so upset about? Like, this is actually better than I remember it. And uh, it didn't feel that way when I posted it, but now I can at least go back and see it, like in hindsight and see that it wasn't too bad.
0: Yes, who knows man and you can't see the future so it's very tough to say you know where you're going to be at that point looking back on your earliest work and you know, what you're going to think about it at that point. But to use the film analogy again, like one of my favorite directors, Peter Jackson, you know, he made the Lord of the Rings yeah. trilogy. And then he came back and made The Hobbit. We don't have to talk about oh that. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, let's not talk about that. Well, <laughs> let's not talk about that. But uh, with the Lord of the Rings, man. But have you seen his earliest films? Like, they are oh, like. bad. Bad taste. That movie is horrible. I
2: love them. They're, 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 <laughs> they're so charming. They're done with so much love for the craft. Right? yeah like they're, that they're, just not,
0: is they're okay but you know what i mean you wouldn't you wouldn't yeah. look at that and say oh one day this guy is going to direct <laughs> like the most successful most ambitious uh you know fantasy epic three-part you know friggin multi-billion dollar franchise of all time you'd be like oh this guy is making some cool you know b movies with some uh practical effects like you know what i mean it's
1: from, from a studio perspective in Hollywood, that is probably the bravest thing nobody ever did. To yeah. give Peter Jackson like... 400 million dollars to go out and make three <laughs> movies about the lord of the rings that unfilmable book series yeah like everybody condemned that book for being unfilmable before right. he did it and right, then he right, showed right. the world that you can do it but i mean that that bet must have been it's so insane that somebody took that bet and yeah. gave him the money like you said, he had done b movies like low budget b movies in his backyard in new zealand yeah And all of a sudden, he was the (laughs) director of the biggest, like, movies of all time. Right, right, right. They didn't know it back
0: then, but it was certainly a big budget movie, right? And and maybe that's what he actually wanted to make. Like, even when he was making Bad Taste, he's in the back of his head being, you know, one day I'm going to make this. And and what if he looked at at that, right? And said, oh, this is crap. I'm not going to put this out. No, we exactly. Don't, now we don't and, we yeah. and we wouldn't have had
1: bad taste. And we wouldn't
0: have had Lord of the Rings. And we wouldn't <laughs> have had The Hobbit, which we'll, we can <laughs> That's
1: true as well, which <laughs> nobody would have been sad about. But you know. yeah, it's, uh, oops, sorry. But it's, uh, yeah, it's uh, exactly that. You need to go through your own crap to, to
0: find your own gold. Yes, it's true, man. Yeah, you kind of have to make some of those mistakes and you know screw things up a little bit, like when you uh, busted your arm there, right? You're probably not yeah. gonna do. You're probably not gonna do that again. <laughs> I'm probably not gonna run on the poolside
1: bare feet anymore. I probably walk from now on. I realize my age has become.
0: <laughs> well, I saw on your YouTube channel. A danger for uh, me. You know, you can do some some cool moves, and your wife can do some backflips and stuff. Can you do a backflip? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I cannot do backflips. Not right, not my, what, not my right now. My wife can. I'm not saying not now. right now
1: not right now but I, uh, yeah <laughs> by the summer i'm um, aiming to be back in my best shape of my life i'm turning 40 this summer this oh, is wow uh, like this
0: is my my this is
1: 40 life coming wow now. man <laughs> and don't i'm look, not ready for it at all
0: you don't look 40 at all to me man or at least you don't have the energy of 40 you know you have the well, young thanks. that youthful energy so i'm, I'm sure. trying to stay young <laughs> <laughs> It's tough, man. The world's so heavy, right? Sometimes but yeah. If you stay in the creative mindset, I think that keeps you young, you know? Yeah, that's That's good. Stay curious. I mean stay curious, stay stay
1: positive and stay hungry. Yeah. And that's that's how you stay young in life. I think so, man. You gotta go out and get the the things you haven't tried yet. You know? There's tons of it. Don't get lazy. Don't get lazy. And don't <laughs> don't have that's any That's so easy to do with age, right? Yeah. You and get And don't lazy have... because
0: you get tired. Yeah, don't have fear, don't have apprehension uh you know re- respect the process i think is what is you know I-, I didn't really have that point before we had this conversation i think that's really the point is respect the process yeah. like yeah you-, you have you can't expect that you're going to in your own head by yourself come up with the genius thing right it's no exactly yeah. and you can't skip the process
1: either you the process yeah. needs to happen that's and right. that's uh that's a good conclusion in a way yeah. of the <laughs> topic, because if you don't respect the process, it's not going to come to you. And, and the right. process needs to happen to, to, to get there. Like you, mm-hmm. you need to go through all the steps. You can't jump steps. That's basically, mm-hmm. there's no, there's no shortcuts to no. successfully like becoming a great, Photographer or yeah. a great creator, great, great of Anakin, artist of right? any type. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. You just have to go through it, and it's it's back to the ten thousand hours you need to put in to become great at something. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it's like it's not a lie;
0: it's true. <laughs> at least, at least ten thousand. <laughs> at least ten thousand. It starts there, right? Yeah. ten thousand will get yep. you in the door at least, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hopefully. All right, man. Hopefully. Well, I don't think there's a better way to end the podcast than that. Um, it's been a great conversation, uh, Henrik. Thank you so much for well, thank- being here on the show. Um, thank you if- for having me. Yes, it's yes been of course.
1: Really fun. I mean, I'm not used to doing this, so I. I guess everybody that listen can tell, but it's been a lot of fun, and I uh, I got over my fear of being on
0: here. So that's good. There's that. Yeah. I respected the process. <laughs> yes, you're respecting. We are respecting the process today. <laughs> today, my, my, my internet wasn't working to start. We had a fire alarm. You know, we respected the process, though we got through. It. My wife came home and
1: started to cling in yeah. the kitchen. So
0: yeah, that's, that's oh, part that's of the process. Goes, that's that's. <laughs> Uh, you know, we're no stranger to that on this podcast. Trust me. No. <laughs> good, <laughs> well, good talk. Good well, we conversation. Lo- we love We love. our wives and girlfriends on this podcast as well, though. We do. We do. That's yeah, true. Without them, we wouldn't be here. We would be fucked without them. That's true. Uh, yeah, That's something it. else we would be fucked without is some social links for you, man. Where can people check you out? Yeah, they, they want find see me. See more, hear more.
1: My handle is, uh, let me see the underline non underscore underscore. is what it's called Yeah. Yeah. The underscore nonlinear underscore life. (laughs) I think that's my handle on Instagram and uh, the nonlinear life on YouTube. If you just search search for that, you should find it. Those are my main platforms. I basically Basically. just use those and I, I have a Twitter. Which is Swedenadia, of some dumb reason. I don't know why. (laughs) Uh, That is S W E D N A D I A. Swedenadia. I don't know why I have that handle, but.
0: That's good. Well, I maybe not have it for longer. <laughs> more, Maybe not. Maybe it's going to be non-linear life as well, depending on if you can get that, you know?
1: I should. I should yeah. certainly do that.
0: If you want to uh, check out some more of my bull crap, you can search uh, Jared Poirier on YouTube. You can uh, check out this podcast on Instagram, photo underscore friends underscore pod. And uh, we appreciate you listening to this podcast, and we hope you got a lot out of it. Uh, Henrik, do you have something random to say to the people before we go? Stay creative, guys.
1: Stay hungry. That's all.